I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. A winning Sunday starts with BetMGM Game Day. The reason why you never take the Steelers is because of the offense. The reason why you always take the Steelers is because that defense. And this was a perfect game to showcase exactly why you take them. And they're at home. They're favorites, yes. But this was a really good situational spot for them. He was 50-1 to last week. They go out to San Francisco take care of business game was never in doubt he goes down to 20 to 1 right. somewhere in that range if he wins tonight sunday night football he's gonna be, all right i'll say it he'll be top three in mvp that mgm game day three. with jason lockenfora pamela maldonado and joe ostrowski sunday morning 8 to 11 eastern on the betql network presented by the king of sportsbooks bet mgm please gamble responsibly The BetQL Network has the basketball season on lockdown. Charles Barkley. The Celtics have not picked to win this thing, but the one problem they had the last couple years, man, Tatum and Brown take awful shots, and they make bad basketball decisions down the stretch. I think having a guy like Drew Holiday is going to be a great addition to that team because he's a true point guard. As much as you like Marcus Smart, he wasn't a true point guard, and I think that's going to help Brown and Tatum in the long run. I'm not high on Golden State, as most people are, because when you have as much success as they have, I think age and wear and tear really starts to take its toll when you're in your early 30s or mid-30s, like most of their stars are. The Better Angle tips off every Saturday at 4 Eastern on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app today and lock in all basketball season long. Sports bettors, wrap up your day with BetMGM tonight. Presented by BetMGM. Starring Ryan Horvath, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashew on the BetQL Network. Well, I'll say this. Like, if you do want to buy some Bijan, maybe now is the time at 14-1. to 1 yeah. If you believe that Taylor Heineke is going to be able to actually push the ball down the field and they're going to have a better passing offense. Because the issue for Bijan, the reason that he's not putting up the big rushing numbers, I mean, well, hopefully, um, with Heineke, you get the dump-off reception numbers. He gets more snaps than Algier and Patterson. But also, like, they're so one-dimensional. They've been an under team because they have no threat of passing attack, uh, of a passing attack down the field, even with Drake London and Kyle Pitts. Maybe yeah. now um, with a real quarterback, those rushing numbers will go up. Because, I mean, right now he's running into loaded boxes. Teams are just yeah. stacking the box and saying, beat us with a run game. BetMGM tonight, 7 to 11 Eastern, on America's home for wagertainment, the BetQL Network, presented by the king of sportsbooks, BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app today. Please gamble responsibly. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with Joe Ostrowski. Lion stuff is just, oh my God, I just want to vomit. Aaron Hawksworth. Woo! That's all I have to say to that. And Ed Egros. We will do the work for you. On the BetQL Network. Look out. Oh, what a finish. Jonah Pierce, a two-handed flush. Presbyterian by 13. Four-point ball game. Ezra for three. That'll do it. Presbyterian, the Blue Hose, beats the Blue Boy Conference. Oh, college basketball is alive and well, right? Welcome to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, Aaron Hawksworth here with you from 9 to noon Eastern on the BetQL Network. Listen to the show on the Odyssey app. Watch the show on twitch.tv slash BetQL on YouTube. And follow us on X at BetQL Daily. Joining us on the program today, Brad Spielberger, a PFF, with his weekly appearance to discuss how ridiculous the backup quarterback situation has become in the NFL. And Aaron Schatz of FTN will be here at 11 o'clock Eastern time to tell us which team he has value for for winning the Super Bowl. But first, I mentioned the backup quarterback situation in the NFL. Well, sure enough, because if Tommy DeVito... If Tommy DeVito is getting starts and significant playing time, you knew somebody would come back from the dead. And sure enough, the Los Angeles Rams signed Carson Wentz. Joe, are you ready to take the Rams as NFC West favorites now? Do you hear him? I do not. Okay. I do not. We're not getting pithy. We're not getting pithy takes from Joe. So well, we've been oh, having weird things that. happening oh, this there, morning. Oh, okay. so. I have to change a connection when I do the Wednesday radio hit, and that's what happened. I didn't change it back. That's what happened. Uh, yeah, Carson Wentz. That's our lead today. Yay! That's right. <laughs> Happy Wednesday, NFL, everybody! Woo! Back. Hump day. 
Yeah, no NBA. What'd you guys do last night without sports? I mean, unless you were all in on Maction, like there or the college football rankings release, which we'll get to in a few moments. Oh, nothing changes. Great. Uh, what'd you guys do? Did you watch anything? I went to bed early, wise? and I feel amazing today. Yeah, the, the time the time change got me. My daughter started waking up way too mm-hmm. early, so I got some much oh. needed sleep. See, yeah. yeah, like I was su- Sunday morning when I was doing the show at the time change. I'm like, this is awesome. This feels so good. But I forgot just a few years ago, I would dread it because that takes like a few weeks to to get the the, the youth uh, used to it. Like now it's just like they'll just sleep as long as they possibly can. And, yeah. and some have it worse than others, especially yeah. uh, the folks out in Chicago where it gets dark really early like my friends in seattle complain about this like this time every year where it's like 3 30 and it's getting dark you know chicago yep. it's not that much better uh la it's fine but there are parts of the country where it's pitch black and you still have to work for another couple of hours it's already happening yeah yesterday mm-hmm. um we had some things going on like 5 five thirty. i'm like oh let's why don't we go in the yard and, and work on this or whatever? We got like a little bit of time. I'm like, it's five o'clock and it's dark outside. Like November just got here. Think of what's going to happen over the next few months. Oh, it's going to be painful. As soon as they get home from school, it's going to be dark basically. Ah, yeah. As someone who grew everything. up in Seattle, lived there 20 years, this time of year is rough. You wake up, it's dark. Right. You know, around three o'clock, it's dark. And that's why people say it's depressing. But and then what, it, what is it? Seattle great fog. Great <laughs> What's it called? The Seattle fog, or what? The like when people just get upset or angry because it gets dark early. Like, what's the term for that again? Uh, I never heard one to be honest. Oh, uh, so. Never heard of that. But definitely I, the sad. Um, uh huh. I remember. I remember getting. <laughs> start things out on a sour note like this is how when you work overnight <laughs> uh i did it over like the winter months here in chicago like early young in the business starting out and you got to pay your dues kind of a thing working overnights remember not seeing the sun for like three four months because you get home you go to bed and then you wake up in the afternoon and it's already turning dark but anyway mm-hmm. speaking of dark carson wentz like ripping so bad okay i guess we'll bring in wentz I, I was surprised at how bad Rippon was on Sunday. I thought with the extra time with McVay on his side, did have time to coach him up, but you get less than 100 yards in each half. It's, yeah, it's not great. So this, what does this tell us about Stafford? Is it just saying, okay, we need to get Rippon out of here. We can't do this. Um, let's get Wentz because he's not Rippon. Or does it tell us that maybe it's going to be out longer than we expect? I think it says more does about have... Stafford, too, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's why I had yeah. that bet on Stetson Bennett, thinking there's no way Stafford's <laughs> finishing the season. Uh, I knew that would happen, just had the wrong bet on it. But, you know, Sean McVay, if anyone could get someone ready and get the most out of them, I do have confidence yeah. in him. I I think I'd lean the other way because if there's something that we know about the Rams franchise over the last several years is that they are uber aggressive whenever they can be. I mean, it was all about, okay, you know, to heck with those draft picks. Let's continue to sign guys and trade away, uh, you know, possibilities for the future. We want to, you know, play for the here and now, et cetera, et cetera. I think with Sean McVay as your head coach, like, 
I mean, maybe he'll be there another 30 years and all of the, these flirtations with broadcasting were all for not or just for negotiations. I don't know. But if it's true that he's not going to be there very long, for whatever reason, then maybe this is the idea of, okay, we know a championship is going to be hard to come by, but we know this offense with this brand new, awesome rookie receiver, there's something to be said for this. And you still have Cooper Cup. And so maybe just a, mm-hmm. a semi-competent quarterback can do just enough to get the Rams into the playoffs, and then from there anything can happen. So it's on a wing and a prayer, so to speak. Yeah, maybe Stafford's going to be out for a little bit, but it's a really tough situation to judge because the Rams are that much more aggressive, as far as a franchise is concerned, than most other NFL teams. Joe, I think you're right. If it were, say, any other team, then yeah, that would be a bad omen for the starting quarterback. But specifically when it comes to the Rams, when they just go for it seemingly every single chance they get, I think it's a little different. Yeah, and there are a lot of other things in play. It's the idea about the offensive rookie of the year, and a lot of people thought that after Shaw's performance on Sunday that that is over, and the odds are saying it's not over, but – most likely it's going to be Stroud winning. It's just sparring health. Mm-hmm. But the second guy on that list is Puka. Like, what does this do yeah. for Puka? And Stafford, what are you playing for? Should we push Stafford? Should, in, in normal seasons, if he would play this week, do you just wait an extra week? And it wasn't just one injury. There was one injury why he exited uh, the game most recently. But it's been four injuries that he's been dealing with over the last year. It's like... If you're playing an operation, it's like everywhere. The thing's buzzing on you, right, with Matthew Stafford. So I wonder how how long if they're just like, look, we don't really have much of a chance. But also that is not fair to Cooper Cup, who just worked really hard to get back. It's not fair to Puka uh, that a lot of people are like, man, that was the biggest find in the draft. So it's going to be really interesting to see how the Rams – the NFC West, so much going on there. They're getting their dudes back in San Francisco. How do they respond after a three-game losing streak? In Seattle, Geno's going through his struggles. In Arizona, it looks like Kyler's going to play, but maybe not James Conner this week. But they also want the number one pick. But they need to find out exactly what they have with, with Kyler in this offense. The NFC West is very fascinating right now. It is in the Rams 42 to one to win the division. The Niners minus three sixty this morning. Do the Rams think they have a chance uh-huh. to win this division? It's, it's very, no. uh, it's very interesting. Yeah. There, I can't imagine they would. And I have a lot of confidence in the Niners. Now that Trent Williams is coming back. As you said, they're getting their guys back. I think they lost kind of like some swag and some leadership with Trent out. They lost games since he got injured. And now with him back, I'm not worried about them moving forward. We just had a thorough conversation about just, about just how pitiful the NFC is right now. And the mm-hmm. fact that the wild card is still very much open for say two spots. Like we're even entertaining Josh Dobbs basically getting traded and then leading the Minnesota Vikings <laughs> to the playoffs. Like, and at plus money, like we're talking about this being really good value and it being mispriced. That's how nuts the wild card situation is in the NFC. Mm-hmm. So in that respect, I go, yeah, the Rams, like given the aggressive DNA they have, yeah, they feel like they can be in contention. I totally understand that. Like, why wouldn't they be at this point? Just about yeah. everybody else is except the Giants, Joe. 
Yeah, and whichever team it is, I, we're going to talk about the seventh seed a lot the rest of the way. Whichever team it ends up being, they're going to get their butts kicked by Detroit, San Francisco, or Philadelphia in the first round of the mm-hmm. playoffs. That's just what it is. Uh, and we all know that. <laughs> the two? They're going to get the two? <laughs> no way. But then they're all the possibilities. It's possible. The going this going, it's nuts. It is possible because we have a half a season left. It is not probable in the least. And Will Levis <laughs> named the starter yesterday. Okay, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we were going to fire Vrabel if he wasn't. I mean, that would be ridiculous. There's no reason. Yeah, right. I, we shouldn't see Tannehill again. Ever. No. Tannehill. At least I don't have to hear that again. <laughs> I like Will Levis. I'm excited. Rookie of the year? Go. No. Oh, no. <laughs> No, no, we've been over this. You have to start at the beginning of the year to become rookie of the year, and he did not do that. Come on, Paul. For whatever the the Titans' reasons. Yeah, Paul. (laughs) Is is he back yet? Uh, Titans are one-point dogs. This would be a conversation. Titans are one-point dogs, by the way, for BetMGM to the Buccaneers. Uh, Yeah, minus 110 both ways. Uh, This is the, the crazy thing is that, like, Will Levis, yeah, He's shown us in spurts that he works really, really well with DeAndre Hopkins. And that connection has to work to have any kind of semblance of a passing game, right? Like, he's got to be able to throw to hop outside the numbers. There's got to be a good one-on-one matchup there for him to exploit. And then this passing attack can go. And then Derrick Henry, who I still think has enough left in the tank to be effective, that can be a pretty good offense. And then the pass rushers for the Titans are pretty good. Yeah, the, the you know passing defense stinks, but I look at this and go, with Will Levis, at least there's some semblance of hope. More importantly, though, you need to know what you have in your rookie quarterback to know how to proceed, what kind of weapons he needs, and what kind of protection he needs, all of that stuff. But mm-hmm. it's exciting because at, the, at a very minimum, we know he has a rocket arm. And what did C.J. Stroud just do to this Buck secondary? You can get it all fixed in a week. You're not going to try and run on them. I don't think that's going to be an interesting matchup. You would believe that Levis has built up enough equity in a couple of weeks. That okay, kid, we have to attack this this defense through the air. Let's see what you got. You know, we've seen flashes of it. We're going to need it in this game. Just like how the Texans took down the Bucks last week. This is how we're going to have to win this game. I'm re- I, I know it's not a great slate of games, but this specific matchup is interesting. Yeah, I think so too. And I really like what I've seen. He just seems so calm, cool, and collected. The poise is there only through a couple of games. Tremendous upside for him. But looking at the schedule, a couple of tough games. It's kind of – it'll be rocky, <laughs> some of the opponents that he has to face the second half yep. of the season. And that's normal, and that's fine. As, yeah. If you see the flashes, you'll be like, okay, good. You know, the Titans might be the, the only team that has a top 10 pick that we're, we're going to say, you know what, they're not going to take a quarterback. They can build the rest of the team right now. Mm-hmm. They can also trade down, get a ton more draft equity. You talk about mm-hmm. a quick rebuild – the Titans are certainly in a position to do that. By the way, the total in this game is 38. Methinks we'll talk about this as a teaser leg at some point this week. Hint, hint. But mm-hmm. anyway, 
Let's talk a little college football here. College football playoff latest rankings came out last night. Ohio State is number one, followed by Georgia, Michigan, Florida State, and Washington. Anything stand out here, Joe? <laughs> Bama didn't move. That was a big Bama story. People that hot means- on Bama. There's the path for them. They didn't budge. Nobody budged. Pac-12 still outside Washington and Oregon. So what's going to happen there? Is there a path? I mean, yeah, the coverage was kind of all over the place. They talked up everybody outside the top four. They talked them all up. Oh, well, there's a path for this Mm -hmm. team. Oh, if Texas doesn't lose, they're going to be in. If Alabama doesn't lose, they're going to be in. It's uh, nothing changed here. Nothing. What I do find interesting is the Michigan part, and maybe we'll get into this later. (laughs) There's a lot of. A lot of chatter out there right now, and now we're seeing articles about how J.J. McCarthy should not win the Heisman because of the cheating scandal. And that's really interesting. It's not happening with the team. It's not happening with the team, but he's he keeps dropping in the Heisman odds. And one in two are Pac-12 quarterbacks, but the committee says no Pac-12 team is going to be in the playoff. It's weird. <laughs> No consistency yeah. there, but I did ask None. you guys on the show, do you think the cheating stuff would affect him? Yep. Here it is. Yeah. I had a feeling this there might happen. Is. Fair or not. The Speculate Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, it's our NFL Power Rankings, the best teams in the NFL at the midway point. That's right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Let's go. I'm thinking mine might be different, but we shall see. Mm-hmm. At number five, the Bengals have beaten the Niners and Bills in the last two weeks. They are rolling. Joe Burrow is healthy. He is back. He leads the NFL in completion percentage. You can still find some value on Cincy to win the Super Bowl at 14 to 1. So at number five, I have the Bengals. Number four, had to do it for you, Joe. At number yeah. four, restore the roar. I got the Lions. You can't ignore what they are doing. It's awesome to see the rebuild coming together. Dan Campbell, not only is he charismatic, but he's a great coach, too. Lions' only two losses, guys, were to the Seahawks. That one went to overtime. Second week of the season, maybe the Seahawks were a little bit better than, than the Ravens. So they even beat the Chiefs. Uh, I, at number three, I got the Chiefs, speaking of the Chiefs. So I've dropped them down a little bit, even though at the end of the day, come playoff time, I never want to bet against Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid. But, you know, it's just hard to ignore some their losses. You know, I can't put them one or two for that. The Chiefs are second in total DVOA, which is impressive. But uh, you lost to the Broncos? I mean, what was that? I just could not stomach putting them one or two for that L, even if he was sick, even if weird stuff happened. I got to dock them a little bit. This is this week. This is today. 
So I can't put them one or two just yet. All right, get an NFC team in there again. You know where I'm going, guys. Fly, Eagles, fly. So Philly beat your boys by five. However, the Eagles were outgained. So I do have to be honest here. That really does concern me. They won, but were outgained by the Cowboys. So Eagles ranked 10th in total DVOA. I also can't wait to ask Aaron Achatz about that because that's also screaming hashtag fraudulent to me and does worry me however Mm -hmm. here they are nobody else in the nfc seems to be better than them right now i think it is pretty wide open so i went with the eagles at number two but if we go by dvoa if i went by that lions need to be higher and eagles need to be lower but maybe next week we'll look at that number one Gotta go to my backyard for this one. And no, I'm not talking about the Commanders. I'm talking about the Ravens. Plus 850 to win the Super Bowl. Baltimore outgained Seattle 515 to 151 last week. Ravens ranked number one in total DVOA. Number one in offensive EPA. Third in defensive EPA. They are beating their opponents by an average of 20 points during this four-game winning streak. The Baltimore Ravens are number one. So just to recap my amazing power rankings for you, (laughs) Ravens, Eagles, Chiefs, Lions, and Bengals. So so that's what I sound like? (laughs) Man, I'm annoying. Uh, can I ask right. a question yeah. first before I give mine, like a real quick one? Like, let's say <laughs> that the Eagles lost to the Cowboys, like, you know, really close foot game. Like, you know, let's say that final play turned out to be a touchdown for Dallas and the Eagles lost 320. Mm. How far would they have fallen in your power rankings? Maybe out. four or five. Out. Out. They'd be out. Get them out. Yeah. <laughs> right. They're out. All right. They make I you want to buy mine would be different. <laughs> They make you want to vomit. They make me happy. Oh, boy. That's one way to put it. That's one way to put it. Well, my four and five were not in your list at all. So uh, at least there's going to be some disagreement in the here and now. Good. And I get when we talk about power rankings, like the exercise is tricky because on the one hand, resumes matter. On the other hand, we're also trying to project forward to figure out, okay, which teams are going to be good down the stretch? What are the indicators that are telling us that, okay, maybe the record isn't spotless, but they're going to be good down the stretch? And that's why at number five, I have the Buffalo Bills. Really close here for me between the Bills and the Cowboys. And I could make the case for either here. But ultimately, it boils down to the quarterback position, and I give Josh Allen just a little bit of an edge over Dak Prescott. Allen has to be extraordinary for the Bills to shine because Buffalo has a lot of defensive injuries, and it is showing and showing loudly. But look, in terms of the Allen to Stephon Diggs connection, that has had more completions than any other quarterback-receiver duo in the NFL. The rushing attack boasts the highest success rate, and having Allen's mobility helping Buffalo a lot here. So give me the Bills at number five. Number four, I have the San Francisco 49ers. Despite the losses the last few weeks, Brock Purdy is still among the league leaders in total EPA. Young quarterback is going to have some growing pains. This isn't like Brock Purdy is, you know, 29, 30 years old or something. It's just his second year in the National Football League. And so 
the expectations need to be adjusted just a little bit in terms of saying, is he going to shine for the rest of the year? I think he could be more than serviceable enough. The 49ers are getting healthier. That matters here, most notably with Debo Samuel. Trent Williams will return eventually. I think when the 49ers are healthy, we believe that they are a top five NFL team. So why not have them in the power rankings here? Number three, the Baltimore Ravens. And what's interesting about them is that there's not one thing that they do exceptionally better than the rest of the league. They're just simply complete. Maybe they're the most complete team in the NFL. So I think it's fair to have them uh, at number three here. Uh, Lamar Jackson isn't throwing into tight windows too often. Rushing attack is efficient, especially with outside-the-tackle runs. Pass defense features several clamp-down studs and coverage. In-game coaching decisions are spectacular. You've got an outstanding coach in John Harbaugh. That matters here in terms of our power rankings. To me, I just want a few more weeks of consistency to have them at number one. I'm not ready to do that just yet, but definitely there is an uptick for the Ravens, and I want to buy stock in them right now. Number two, the Philadelphia Eagles with a record like that. You got to have them high on the list, uh, but top run block win rate or top run block win rate rather for ESPN several pass rushers at or near the top of the board and quarterback pressures notably Josh Sweat and Hassan Reddick if you believe football is one in the trenches then the Philadelphia Eagles are the team for you and oh by the way AJ Brown might be the best receiver in football so the Eagles are number two for me and at number one it's the Kansas City Chiefs I mean, to be the man, you got to beat the man, right? And yes, the Chiefs do have a couple of blemishes uh, on the resume, but you can explain those away very easily. Uh, meanwhile, where the offense may be lacking outside of the Mahomes-Kelsey connection, the pass defense is picking up the slack. This is an outstanding pass defense. Third highest defensive success rate, third fewest yards after catchover expected allowed, fifth lowest wide open target rate allowed, Pat Mahomes and company. You know what? They've gotten off to slower starts before. Go back to 2021. That was an even worse start for them. A lower passer rating and completion percentage over expected through nine weeks. And guess what? They still made the AFC title game, and that contest was close. They probably should have won it, probably should have gone to the Super Bowl. So I am not concerned that much about the slow start to this offense. They have more than enough time to pick things up and so my list chiefs eagles ravens 49ers and bills mm, i like it all right we're all different so that makes for uh for good conversation and we are very different with the five spot we have three different teams and my five neither of you guys have in, have in your rankings and aaron's five neither me, me or ed don't have in the rankings and ed's five Mary Aaron don't have in the ranking. So I find that really interesting. <laughs> it, it was a tough call. And I was debating between a few different teams. But at number five overall, I end up going to Miami Dolphins. Even after that wow. loss that we saw on Sunday. Um, I'm buying stock in them. And I don't have questions about the offense at all. I don't think anybody does. And two has been healthy all offseason. We said, oh, what about Tua's health? What about Tua's health? Well, we're entering week 10. And that has not been an issue so far defense is getting better we figured it would more time under Fangio Ramsey's been back for the last couple of games and how's that defense looked they gave up 21 to Kansas City one was a defensive touchdown and they gave up 17 against New England it's been really good so far did consider teams like 
Uh, well, I won't even mention because I don't want to take away some of the other teams that I've ranked. But, yeah, even after the loss, I put the Dolphins number five. I'm not going to go too far on the whole, oh, anybody that's good, they can't beat. They were in that game against Kansas City. They fought back after being down 21 nothing. didn't give up anything in that second half. So I'm going to give them a little bit of credit there. Number four, a team I'm more down on than you guys. You guys had them too. I put Philly four. Philadelphia Eagles are my fourth team. Hurts is hurt. How long is this thing going to linger? It's perfect time for them to uh, get a little extra rest, but this this was an issue at the end of last season. Is it going to continue to be a problem throughout the second half of the year? Now, when they come back from their bye, Kansas City, Buffalo, San Francisco, at Dallas, at Seattle. If they go like four and one in that stretch and they're 12 and two, they're probably going to be number one in my power rankings. They're going to have an opportunity to, to jump up. But I, even though they have that eight and one record, I I think most weeks we sit here and we're like, yeah, but it was kind of unimpressive in this fashion. And also defensively, not as strong as we thought you can pass on this team. So that is a, a bit concerning. So I put Philadelphia fourth. I put Philadelphia as the second NFC team. Even though they've lost three straight games, I rank San Francisco ahead of them. I didn't think I would be the guy on the show that would have San Francisco highest, but here we are at number three overall. Trent Williams, Debo coming back. I don't think we should crush that offense for losing two of their best players during this streak. That's probably the biggest reason they've only scored 17 points during this three-game losing streak. Each game, they scored only 17. I expect that to change. I know it's a tough, tougher matchup here, but getting their all-world tackle, getting the Swiss Army knife and Depot back is going to be huge for this team. I still think San Francisco's a little better. I'm not going to worry about the record too much at this point. So San Francisco above Philly, San Francisco three. I put Baltimore number two. It was really close with one. I was going back and forth. Uh, but the deciding factor is if I'm running a sports book, am I making the Ravens the favorite today? And the answer is no. But, man, if you look at some of the numbers that Aaron cited, and I get it, point differential two by far number one, uh, 35 better than second place in point differential. They're plus 115. Buffalo's plus 80. Like, it is just a massive gap. And what people are saying now is, is this team top to bottom better than the 2000 Ravens? That's the conversation yeah. people are having right now. And they are clearly better at quarterback. We cannot deny that. So, I mean, that's going a little bit too far for me. Bit of an overreaction there. But I don't have a problem with you putting Baltimore number one. I put them number two. And uh, Kansas City rem- remains number one. Look, they're seven and one without Kelsey. That was a five turnover Mahomes flu game that they lost. And it was in Denver, one of the toughest places to play. Again, if I had a sports book, the Chiefs would be my favorite. But the, the offense, the receivers is a little alarming. And I'll remind everyone, People keep saying, what's wrong with the offense? What's wrong with the offense? Many people pointing the receivers. They're not wrong. I'll just remind you, Matt Nagy's there. <laughs> like, he, he was the no one. They were, they were yelling on the sideline, getting into it. 
Yeah, and, and Matt Nagy was part of that. No, I did not include the Bengals. I did not include the Bengals. I need to see it for, for a longer period of time. We've seen it for mm-hmm. not even half the season so far. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No, I, I think, bottom line, I think Miami's better. Like, I would rather buy stock in Miami than Cincinnati at this point. Fair. I think for me, it was like looking at where we are this week, trying not to think about big picture, but I also kind of looked at, uh, you know, value and tried to not go off like what the odds were for Super Bowl. So there's a lot, you know, that you can factor in here and it's fun. I love to do it. We all have different power rates. I do find it interesting that none of us had the Cowboys. uh, I mean, I entertained them at number five. They wound up, I think, being six for me. But I do find that interesting that here is a team that's definitely on an uptick. But because of what happened in that lone 49ers game, we're really Mm. apprehensive to consider them among the league's best. I almost put in Buffalo. Well, DVOA. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Buffalo, too, and... It's interesting. Yeah, it's a good conversation right now. It's a good time to go back to that. Absolutely. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we go off the board right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Joe Ostrowski, Eddie Gross, Aaron Hawksworth with you. Oh, I saw this story this morning. Have a habit of waking up, scrolling through the gram, and I was like, what is this? Can't wait to tell the fellas about what I came across. Jason Kelsey has been named a finalist for People Magazine's sexiest man alive that's right jason kelsey of the philadelphia eagles sexiest man alive and if i of course i had to look through the comments to see what people were saying (laughs) one guy slick certified said if jason kelsey wins i'm canceling my gym membership (laughs) i love it oh that's a good line i love it it's a good line so good that's funny this is That's insane, insane. So I Googled it. I'm like, this can't be a real story. And I, I do, I always see who wins this because for some reason, my wife still gets people delivered to the house. I'm like, can we just <laughs> not? Wow. But and it sits around forever. Uh, so I do see this every year. So like, what do we do with awards? We look at recent winners. 23, it was Patrick Dempsey. 22, Chris Evans. Paul Rudd in 2021, Michael B. Jordan in 2020. Like, Jason Kelsey doesn't fit this. If this were odds on MVP or Cy Young, we would be like, he doesn't check any boxes. This doesn't make any sense. How is he a finalist? Is this just them trying to bleed into the sports world so we fell for it? We're covering it and talking about the magazine a little bit. You've got to pick some athlete. Like I, When I did Google it, I saw USA Today story about it. And the photo was Travis Kelsey. It's Swift <laughs> adjacent. It's Swift adjacent. Like, so it's playing to that. Yeah, like you said, it's yes. that crossover. Synergy, some might say. And Travis Perhaps. would be the obvious one. No. Right? 
Yes. I, I yeah. thought like this was a popularity contest. I'm like, they meant yeah. Travis. Yes. <laughs> Unless the furry dad bod is in right now. All right, Aaron, Aaron you, tell, you tell me. You tell me. Uh, among, among you. I didn't and, expect us to talk it, about furries on the show. Anyway, go on. Oh, man. Like among oh, your, right. let's say your friends, if you were to say which Kelsey, what, what do you think the response would be by the majority? Well, friends, just name recognition, probably only know Travis because of Taylor Swift now, unless they are really right. into sports. I don't even know if mm -hmm. they would uh, be aware that Jason Kelsey exists. Let's just right. be honest. If you're not into yes. sports, you've only heard of Travis Kelsey because of Taylor Swift. Now, obviously, if you're into sports, you're well aware there is a Jason Kelsey. Um, but yeah, I would say Travis Kelsey by far. Now, Paul has Jason number one on his power rankings of the Kelseys. Yeah, the mom I mean, I, I've been saying that for months, <laughs> but now we've got people backing me up. I mean, you throw in, like, Travis had the dating show. He's so desperate for attention with the Taylor Swift thing. Some, I think, back True. in the day, we might call him a poser. And then if you just boil it down to the side-by-side... I mean, yeah, it's, poser. he's just desperate <laughs> for attention. It's kind of sad. It's kind of sad. Like the, wow. the chasing Kelsey or what was it? Catching Kelsey. You ever watch that? I made it through the a couple Amazon episodes. Thing? I've okay. I've that's probably no. embarrassing that he ever did that show. Now that I agree Yikes. with, maybe there is something. There. Listen, but sometimes you go on a show and things phone. don't go yeah, but your they way. Okay? That one, Jake, they, they let that one. <laughs> <see the laughs> <light of day. laughs> Uh, which they shouldn't have. You know what? If I had to do it again, if I were producing content, I would put Jake's episode yeah. out and I would cancel cancel catching Kelsey. That's really hard to say. And I think the world would be better for it. But I, I kinda, it's a different look. It's like it's kind of like, all right, yeah, like Aaron said, it's the it's the married guy. Shout out married guys. What's up? Uh, it's the bearded guy. Shout out bearded You're people. You're in the group. Yeah. You're in the group again. Look uh, at you. Little chubby. Yeah. yeah. Shout out. Little chubby. Shout out people who do burpees at the He's gym. Massive. Maybe. Little well, chubby. Yeah. Hey, maybe protector. people are into that. Oh, he's a protector? He protects yeah. people? Like know? a teddy bear. Like he, he protects people. He's really tough, but he's also, you know, cuddly like a teddy bear or something. Like it's the best something of all like worlds. Chug a beer after? with you. You know, yeah, it's an, Ameri it's an American man. Yeah, he's an everyman. He looks like he does. Perhaps if given truth serum, people prefer the dad bod over. I think that's a well-known fact. <laughs> However, the mm -hmm. other dudes on this list, Timothy Chalamet, uh, Usher, yeah. Lenny Kravitz, Jamie Foxx, Pedro Pascal. Okay, Jason Kelsey's He's no I feel like. Who? <laughs> Kelsey? No Kelsey has no what odds are we placing on Kelsey here? Yeah, where are yeah. we? I mean, you're going I, against a, yeah. like Timothy Chalamet. I'm money on him. Like that. He's not like hot. You, I'm sorry. That's just a Travis dude. You is, could. I mean, you could. Jason. Yeah. <laughs> See, there you go. Right. Like Timothy Chalamet could be like you could name five different like generic actors, and I could like you could I could mistake them for that. Like I, I have no idea. Like put a picture in front of me. It could be Timothy Chalamet. It could not be. It could be. Channing Tatum, it could be, you know, all those guys. It's just like, 
You yeah. know who Channing Tatum is. Well, true. But, right, exactly. <laughs> I don't know who Timothy Chalamet is. He should not be on this. Yeah, list. I have no idea who he is. Like, I, I know do. him to I see him, probably. Him. Yeah. But, I think one of yeah. the Kardashian, the Jenners or someone's dating him, too. So that probably boosted his publicity to get on the list. Um, it's definitely Michael B. Jordan, down. kind of, like, he probably won this 10 years ago. Like, no. That's what I'm saying. Like, Kravitz, why are all these names? Where did yeah. he come from to get He's on this list? He's a rock star. What is he done performing lately? in Vegas, so he's like Please. relevant yeah. again. Maybe Usher. Last year, Pat- Patrick Dempsey. Oh, won isn't last he doing year. Super like, what Bowl year is too? It? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, Patrick Dempsey's what 57, 58 yeah. now. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> Dude, McDreamy Gert- is not the same McDreamy we remember from you know when <laughs> Grey's Anatomy began. So it's a little funny. Silver Fox right? thing. Yeah, also, Silver Fox Dad Bods is my takeaway. That's what oh, people want. Wheelhouse. <laughs> Sign me up for next year. Yeah, right. Uh, I'm going to come up with my own list. I, <laughs> do power rankings Okay, tomorrow. if we're actually betting on this, like, it, like, let's get analytical here because, of course, I will. But, like, doesn't there have to be, like, a change of pace from one year to the next? Like, if yes. Patrick Dempsey's kind of the guy right now, like, don't they have to go younger and someone who's almost completely different just to show a breadth and depth of Sexiest Man Alive? And wouldn't Jason Kelsey fit that description? Because he seems uh, at most the polar opposite compared with all these other finalists. Contrarian. Yeah. yeah. People yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. All right, so Robert Sala was on with Michael K, and he... <laughs> decided to plead the fifth when he was asked about Zach Wilson. Things have changed over three years, Robert. You've had different offensive coordinators before uh, the change to Hackett this year, and you've had different weapons around him, and the one constant is Zach, and the one constant is last year he couldn't start over over Mike White. So, I, uh, first of all, this, this shouldn't be litigated. Now, I never understood with a, a 39-year-old quarterback, why a guy who couldn't start last year was the first line of defense if he went down. You've got Trevor Simeon uh, in your building. Why Why not give him a try? No, I got you. No, it's, uh, again, a fair question. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, like I said, he, he, I don't know. You got me. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plead the fifth on all this one in terms of just uh, – I've, I kind of explained it, you know, yeah. respectfully, obviously, but mm-hmm. but it's a va- they're valid questions. But and I know, and I know from the, from a passionate fan, from from fans who are passionate, all having the same questions, I respect it greatly, um, you know. But it's I, I've got to look at it from a global standpoint and uh, and just see where we are and uh, and look at the all twenty two the best I can and and make the decisions best as possible. So. Wow. You can't say I plead the fifth in New York. You can't. You can't say I plead the fifth in New York. He's Mm -hmm. okay. First off, I understand the fan base is frustrated. Everybody's frustrated. It was clearly a bust of a pick. We understand that. What does Trevor Simeon do for do for you? There's nothing. You just keep playing Zach Wilson. Like you don't go for. Mm -hmm. If you want to talk about the Mike White thing, that decision, fine. I don't have a problem with that. We can do it. By him saying plead the fifth, we know what's going on here. Woody Johnson told him to start Zach Wilson. That's what that is. Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't have an answer for the question because it's not his decision. He didn't make the call. And the owners, obviously, the boss says to him, look, it's going to be tough. We're not going to win. Number two draft pick, just, just play him. 
stick with him. There's been a lot of stories out there about how tight Woody Johnson is with the family, blah, blah, blah. Um, that's what's happening here. But I would probably do the same thing, right? How would you have worded would, it? What would you have said differently? Because you can't I'm say solid? he gives us the best chance to win. Because, I, I mean, he probably does over Trevor Simeon. So you could stick with that line. But, like, from just a how would you have played it if you're Salah? You can't say plead the fifth for sure. No, you, you cannot oh, say plead the fifth. You, these coaches lie for a living. This is what they do. Right. But I, I would say something to the effect of, obviously, we're missing Aaron. Aaron was the plan. We had high expectations. But this is giving Zach an opportunity. And, and we don't want to end the season and have any questions unanswered when it That's comes good. to Zach. Mm-hmm. And, and we he beat need, the Eagles. He need like, harp on play. that. Yeah. Zach needs to play more. And you look – I would try to spin the positives and say, look, look at the turnovers from earlier in his career to right now. He's improving in that, in that uh, aspect. And we're hoping to see more improvement over the last couple of months. I think for me, I was surprised that he seemed so taken aback or almost like uh, unprepared. I'm like, Mm -hmm. how would you not Mm -hmm. know, A, this question is coming, and B, have some type of answer prepared for that? Uh, He... The way he was stumbling, pausing, uh, saying, you know, fair question. He had no response. I was like, ooh, that is And honestly, that's an interesting PR dynamic because the PR staff is for the organization. Not like they're for the coach, but they're like, Salah gets canned. Yes. PR guy's still there. So the PR guy's going to for the yeah. owner. It maybe mm-hmm. just wasn't. That's a bad job of prep by the PR guy, but PR person. Couldn't agree more. Absolutely. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, bettors continue to back the Bears on Thursday night, and the number keeps moving. We'll look at that in the rest of the Week 10 line movements in the NFL right here on the BetQL Network.